UNESCO Green Citizens, Citizens in Action for the Planet. A podcast by Aurélie Luneau, directed by Thomas Duterte. Sierra Gorda, Journey into a Biosphere. With our green citizen, Marta Isabel Ruiz Corso, and biodiversity expert, Maria Rosa Cardenas. Today is Sunday. It's an incredibly beautiful morning in this splendid part of the world, Sierra Gorda. This biosphere reserve is just as magnificent as ever. And just as I have always done, almost my whole life, I've come here on this Sunday morning to celebrate life while working in the midst of this jewel offered to us by Mother Nature. We're always ready and happy to serve our planet. We're in Mexico, in the state of Querétaro, in the heart of one of the world's finest biospheres, Sierra Gorda. Our green citizen is Martha Isabella Ruiz Corso, nicknamed Patty. This woman is a prominent figure in environmental protection in this Latin American country. I grew up in Querétaro City, where I got involved in social issues. I was a school teacher for 14 years and spent 16 years at the American school. I was a kind of Mary Poppins, teaching young people the wonders of music. I was very happy with my life and enjoyed playing in the Querétaro Chamber Orchestra. I was the first violin. I also sang in the choir, wearing makeup and stiletto heels. But I was very insecure, trying to find my vocation in life. One day, my husband Roberto and I went back to visit Sierra, to the community of Agua del Maíz, where he was born. We were looking for a cure for our son Mario's asthma and to get away from the oppression of overconsumption, which I loathed. So we decided to take the plunge and start a whole new life. As we began living without electricity and rediscovering family values, I came across a treasure. We are surrounded here by priceless treasures. We have magically beautiful trees, endemic magnolias that are exclusive to this area. We also have a small endemic mountain chicken named Chibiscolo and orchids, cacti and vast flower beds 
filled with Cromwells. This wide biodiversity creates a sacred atmosphere right next door to us humans, a home for bears, jaguars, pumas, jaguarundis and ocelots. Sierra Gorda has all of Mexico's six felines and boasts more butterfly species than the US and Canada combined. Soon after they arrived, Patty and Roberto discovered the extent of destruction being wrought on this jewel of nature. They saw massive tree cutting, uncontrolled fires, paths being created unnecessarily. They decided to take action, starting with tree planting. Soon they were joined by family and friends. And before long, their group expanded, incorporating thousands of local citizens. In 1987, they created the Sierra Gorda Ecological Group, a grassroots organization to conserve the diverse local ecosystem. Ten years later, they were recognized as a biosphere reserve. By the time we were recognized as a national reserve in 1997, our environmental group had been working with the local communities for 10 years. We'd already been doing a lot of environmental education, sanitation, community work, reforestation, family involvement, recycling, etc. Everyone in the area knew my husband. He was involved in planting new trees, visiting farmland and checking on the state of the local wilderness. Our commitment was finally recognized after all those years. And do you know how I got the local communities on board? Through singing. Music is a tool of social change that works every time. You can do anything you want with a protest song. We used it to educate mothers and forest owners 
on the subject of the environment. People love to sing. For many years now, we've been using this playful and practical tool to increase environmental awareness, whilst teaching the locals to take pride in their land, to love it, and engage in actions to protect it. In 2001, Sierra Gorda was officially registered as a UNESCO Biosphere Reserve. Obtaining recognition as a model of sustainable entrepreneurship and successful social and civic participation. We are the only biosphere reserve in the country that involves the local community. It's been built on co-management and co-participation. When the president of Mexico recognized us as a biosphere reserve, he said, Mrs. Ruiz Corso, you are a local leader. I'm putting you in charge of this reserve. So for 14 years, I was the sheriff of the whole region, which didn't go down too well with certain people who had plans for the local area that ignored the ecological issues. This was a very contentious time with many battles fought. We were criticized in the press and by Queretaro's various governors because we were hell-bent on keeping our territory intact and unspoiled. It was a very difficult task. Public corruption was rife and the media were against us. They wanted to build roads and put up pylons and the ignorance of the government workers was a big threat to the region. Anyone can be posted as a foreman or department head. No training is required. Trees are cut down secretly and fires are started deliberately, destroying the habitats of local species. We are a bulwark against this onslaught on nature. We are committed to trying to keep these various threats in check. We also work at deflecting them so that they can benefit nature instead of harming it. New threats have since emerged such as water shortages for the local communities and excessive drought throughout the region. The effects of global warming are hitting us hard and we need to change our way of living accordingly. Queretaro is the very first Mexican state to have implemented carbon tax and climate policy to protect its natural capital. This is enabling the biodiversity to regenerate in abundance. We've planted six million trees. We have a network of 60 tourism micro-businesses that work hard to embellish our landscapes. And 70 collection centers, constantly moving mountains of glass, plastic and cardboard. This circular economy we maintain goes beyond simple recycling. The income it generates is beginning to revitalize the area, 
helping these extremely poor communities in the process. We're recognized as being the most active biosphere reserve on the planet, composed of a whole array of professional categories, including beekeepers, horticulturists, tour operators and oregano growers. We all have a task to fulfill here in Sierra Gorda. Teachers, young people, mothers, institutions, city councils and government workers are all part of the effort. We're an efficient, well-oiled machine, a bastion of life, with 14 different types of vegetation, 638 communities, almost 1,600 square miles over five municipalities. That is what Sierra Gorda is about. I'm a well of green ink, eager to paint everything in my path. I'd love to greenify the whole world, landscapes and people's hearts alike. My bucket of ink comes with me wherever I go as I strive to imbue new life into this planet, to make it green again. This biosphere reserve has been around for a very long time. It was led by the local population, with Martha Patty Reese Corso at the helm. She donated trees to lead a reforestation effort with the local community. Maria Rosa Cardenas is a geographer and biodiversity expert with UNESCO. I was lucky enough to meet her twice. She's honestly one of the most moving people I have met in all the 19 years I've been working at UNESCO. From what I've seen, she's 100% genuine. Whether she's addressing members of the local population or meeting a minister, she's the same person, no matter the circumstances. And I think... That's what people love most about her. You can tell that it's her fight, her life. Given these ecological crises, how urgent is it to establish new reserves? We always say that the whole world should be a biosphere reserve because areas of this nature are synonymous with sustainable development. The day we learn to protect our other life forms, recognizing that we human and other species are more or less on a par, we will achieve a balance, creating a kind of universal biosphere reserve, all working together to promote sustainable development. You've been listening to UNESCO Green Citizens. 
a podcast by Aurélie Luneau, directed by Thomas Duterte and Marie-Laure Ciboulet. Produced by Studio Radio France, in conjunction with UNESCO and Cloran Botanical Foundation. Voiced by Susie Firth, Karine Dogliani and Hester Wilcox. Translation, Nikki Becker. Sound recording, Dauphin Guéride and Eric Boisset. Mix, Pierre-Yves Charles.